0: Uh, a warm welcome back to the Time notebook, my name's Gavin at G Horsel on Twitter. another warm welcome back to John, a set piece here on Twitter. John, how are you doing this morning? We've we've got together early on a Sunday morning, but how are you? We treated you well.
1: Yeah, it feels a little bit wrong, but the enormous fee will make up for it, I'm sure. Um yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah thanks, thanks for having me in
0: the post I've got okay. your to you Stanley season ticket. There you go. How about that?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: For your fee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um we're looking at League One uh today. A league that um we were talking earlier. I spent an hour or two kind of looking at it. It was probably one of the most uninspiring anti-post searches. Um but we've we, I think we've come up with a few selections and we'll we'll do what we did with our with our championship rundown. We'll run through the, the main runners and riders. Uh, before we do that, I guess I guess League One in general, looking at the outrights, probably you've got, you know, you've got your your stereotypical kind of improvers or fast improvers from last year in the division. So people like Sheffield Wednesday and Ipswich, who finally got their acts together with, you know, people dropping down in class like Peterborough and I guess the, the dysfunction at Derby, but any, any kind of thoughts on, on where the winner might lie within, within the the top of the market?
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I haven't had a bet, but if pushed, I would go for Peterborough. They just seem solid enough. I can't really see them having a bad season. Um, They've got a few assets that could could go still. Harrison Edwards is a big one. Mm. Um, uh, Johnson Clark-Harris, obviously. But even if one or two went, they've still got a, a good base. Uh, MK Dons are quite like MK Dons, but uh, still, still got to see how the new signings settle. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be... Yeah. yeah, Chef Wednesday, a little bit of a question on Darren Moore, maybe?
0: Probably a club that Finished as well as anyone, I guess. That second half of the season from January on, similar to to Ipswich, you kind of threatened with threatened with the playoff run, didn't they? But um, but yeah, who knows about who knows about Derby? But I agree. I thought, I thought Peterborough, look, what are they twelve to one here, look a look a look a standout price really for.
1: Yeah, that that seems fine. I'd I mean, rather uh, back uh, the ones
0: coming yeah. down, I guess, than the ones that. Are,
1: yeah, because pretty- you, I mean, P- Peterborough is uh, under McCann. I think it's. Uh as I say, I can't really see him being outside the top six. So uh well, that, that, I, I, that worse.
0: That's recent that's really recent history, isn't it? When when McCann got whole promoted, you know, that we haven't got to we haven't got to dig too far back. it's only a couple of seasons, right? So it's um yeah, so yeah, uh, builder. Peterborough yeah, could be the ones. Um when I when I when I looked at kind of working our, working our way down the League One top goal scorers market, um, you know, looking over the last few years, there there is a there is a you know, sort of profile, you know, Will Keane and Ross Stewart last year, both, um, you know, finished in the top two, but both had kind of, you know, the the, the framework of, of progress in League One at the level of the season before, you know, Johnson, Clark Harris, Charlie Wyke, Joe Pigger, you know, finished in the places that the season before that. And again, they kind of, you know, Charlie Wyke 4 5 and then ended up with 25 in the division. Joe Pigger scored 15 two seasons before, then 7, then 20. And you can go all the way back to, to kind of Ivan Tony and the, there's this profile, I guess, of people that are, you know, at the level, have a good have a good starting, you know, have got experience at the level, and then they they either move clubs or they find a way to, you know, how the division works and they and they quickly progress. Um the danger with that, I thought, was that that just actually when I looked at the market, it was like it's like a veterans' handicap chase, John. It was, you know, we know most about them at this level. They're all exposed. We know what we're going to get. It means there's very little margin in in some of the prices. They they all look a little bit right. But I guess our challenge is to find if we can an unexposed one that could um that could appear Springer from the pack. It's um it looks a pretty most of the prices. I think you you agree that it, they look about right at the at the top of the market.
1: Yeah, there's the. It was a little bit like this last year, but it's even more this year. I mean, just to have an overview, I looked in detail at the top 11 in the market. I can only rule out two of them for a place. Um, and that is, and even those two, Ladapo and uh, the other one was, uh, was Ladarpo and Stockton. Um, Stockton, if he moved to Bolton, which seems to be the latest rumor, you could rule him back in straight away. Mm. Um, and it even, even I'm not even massively ruling them out as they are they, they can easily get in the place but so that shows how competitive it is and there's others that aren't even in that list like Alfie May and a few others that you know you can't really rule them out either so mm. very difficult very difficult
0: let's start off with uh, at the top of the market I think we when we started putting these together, Johnson Clark Harris was a little bit shorter, but I think uh, mm-hmm. seven to one now. He's seven to one, the best price you can get at a better 365 I think. Still yeah. only twenty-seven. Yeah, you know, won it two seasons ago. It won it, it won it by a distance two seasons ago. Scored so, thirty-one in that that season. They got promoted. Um, we spoke. We spoke about Grant McCann. You know, his whole side. They scored eighty goals when they when they lost. when when they won the division a couple of seasons ago, yeah, a couple of seasons ago. So. um, look like similar profile to this posh team obvious candidate for for a, a, a key runner um yeah i think he i think he's a, a worthy favorite right
1: yeah the the price now is starting to get tempting to be honest it uh, mm-hmm. sevens is a bit of a standout like you say i mean he's he's come back about two stone lighter than this time last year um he didn't have a pre-season last year by his own admission. And if you take out the first half of the championship, he's basically a championship proven striker, really. Um, he's according to Graham Weldon, who we both know, he thinks there's about a 70, 30 chance that he stays now, um, which uh, I think he probably will stay. Uh, the, the only chance that, I think he would leave in January as if somehow Posh had a complete disaster and they were out of contention already i mean and that and that's got to be a big price hasn't it um, so i i I would price him about fives eleven to two so I wouldn't go mad at sevens but it, he's the one for me who could run away with it
0: certainly um yeah, like I say, he one of the one of the ones I guess in the market that there's not there's not many towards the top of the market that are, that are the right side of thirty and he's still one of those, right? And um,
1: and um Yeah, he, he he's be- he could be well, he probably is, but he definitely could be still be better than this level. Um Yeah. Definitely. Which is quite quite a big uh, thing. Uh,
0: Peter Brook obviously got Jack Marriott as well, 14 to 1. The last time that um he played in League One. You know, won this heat with with, with twenty seven. Both both strong runners. I think that yeah. that should go close for a peter of a side that we both think should do well. Right.
1: Yeah, I, th- I th- I'll be honest. I thought he'd gone at Derby. I saw him a few times at Derby, and he looked a little bit unfit. He looked very lacking in confidence. But you know that that's a that was obviously a difficult scenario for most players. Um, he really started firing towards the end of last season in the Champ as well. Mm, there's something about him that is not for me, but I, I can't tell you that 16 is a bad price because, like you say, the 27 in 1718 would, mm. you know, he, he, there, there's a lot. I, I'm not, I'm not really interested in backing him, but I'm not against him either. So,
0: mm-hmm. and moving to that Sheffield Wednesday side that were that were pretty good, kind of the the final quarter of the season. Lee Gregory 14 to one, so 17 in the last campaign. Um, nine in the last 10 games, I think, you know, finished that that second half performance from Sheffield Wednesday. You know, there's Lee Gregory, obviously a key part of that. Um, 33 now though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scored a lot of goals, but yeah, kind of went back and you do have to, you know, that, that nine in 10, he, do, he can hit a hot streak and you have to go some way back to when he was consistently kind of like prolific for Millwall, which is, I know sounds odd for a, a player that scored a lot of goals, but, you know, I guess him and Michael Smith, who. Um, finished just outside the places for Rotherham last season you know another another player that represents solid tier 3 form um, yeah the Sheffield yeah. Wednesday I guess uh, you know got a couple of goal score potential goal scorers there that can that can run that can run the market close would you say
1: yeah I'm not I'm not really that keen on Gregory but again I couldn't rule him out to get in the places I, I think I'm right in saying his best ever return was 18 in season 15 16 for Millwall Mm. Um, that was in League One as well. So, uh, like you say, 33, he, a streaky player like a few of these. Uh, yeah, he can get in the place, but I think he's a little bit short. Actually, the more I look at it, um, mm. Michael Smith I like. I backed him at 16 when the market opened. Um, I know that people who listen to these pods love hearing about stale prices. That's um, <laughs> that's really really helpful. That, um, but there's a few there's a few there's a few things that I don't think necessarily taken in I mean he was dependent on how you, who you use he was four or five goals under his XG last season um, and also probably a bit more importantly he was rumoured that he was injured for about the last six to eight weeks mm. he did play but he didn't look the same I saw him a few times and he, he didn't score that many in the last few games either I think he scored a couple um, so there's reasons to think he could have had a few more Um Obviously, you've got a slight doubt that he's gone to gone to a new team, but you've got uh, Volks and a, a hitway there, so it's kind of, it's very familiar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're
0: right. He's, um, he didn't finish the season too well, did he? A couple in the a couple in no. the EFL. Where, where, really...
1: Whether whether he's going to be like the focal point like he was for Rotherham, I don't really see why not. Um, at the prices now, I think he's 12's best price. Probably about right. I wouldn't be getting excited about that.
0: Wednesday sound like they're in for. Um, I think they agreed personal terms with Malik Wilkes, but but Hull, I think, wanted a yeah, bit more probably. money. But interesting, you know, it's that time of the season, I guess, isn't it? Where where there's still transfers could going over the line, and Malik Wilkes is another player who surprised he didn't do well stepping up because I, I liked him in in League One the season before. Um, but another one, I guess, that could take away some of the 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 goals that. You know, a lot of the you know Gregory or Smith might might get. I thought that was. I wondered whether you know the, the people that we spoke about already. We mentioned what three players uh, five players who play who potentially could play for two clubs. It could potentially be you know top of the betting. Then you know you, you it's unlikely that they're all going to be players. I guess within the within the within the market, so they could be shared around. So yeah. potentially, like yeah, if you were looking for reasons to 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 not back any of those, then then it could be that. The, those those clubs at the top of the market have a, a plethora of, of attacking talent that, that could go close and they could all end up getting 15 each I guess but um, um the, you working our way down the list you know splitting them up is is Oxford's Matty Taylor 14 to one I've got here In League One form line read 16 13 19 and 20 there's, there's plenty of anti-post previews coming out I think you know I follow um Fox punter quite closely and 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 Mike's thoughts about Oxford you know a high degree of continuity that they're they're you can almost you know what you're going to get with Oxford, and you know what you're going to get with Matty Taylor. So there's no reason why you know he can't be knocking on the door of 20 again. You know, same this time around, um, yeah, Matty Taylor, are, you know, splitting up some of the some of the, the top runners in the market. And any any thoughts there? Uh,
1: yeah, you, you know what you're going to get with Oxford. Unfortunately, it's Carl Robinson, but never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very uh, he's very streaky striker. He scores in patches. Um, the last couple of seasons he's had le- massive lean spells then he's got like 18-8 I don't know if you've noticed that um, I didn't know it. he, nice. se- yeah. he seems to be I don't know he's almost like um, yeah, like a horse racing parlance. he sort of runs on late if you like and he just about gets in the places every time um, I'm not sure I can see him winning but just to repeat myself again you, you can't sit here and say he can't get in the places because mm-hmm. obviously he can Um I'm not the biggest fan, but again, I'm not going to say he can't win because he can.
0: You mentioned uh, Cole Stockton before, you know, what a, an impressive step up from league two. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't very, think, yeah. I didn't think he, I didn't think he would, but he did and he proved me. Right. And
1: No one, no one did.
0: <laughs> yeah. You think Morecambe are going to um, struggle to keep hold of him. I, I think he hasn't, he, he hasn't signed a new deal as he, and he, he, he could be no. bolt and bound. Um, at which point, like you say, the 20 to one could be a, could be a could be an interesting price Bolton, uh you know again another club that were fancied last year could um could do quite well this year as well so yeah cole stockton depending on where he goes is um yeah. another one that's proven at the level and, and young enough to be improving i guess
1: he's he's one of those i mean i, I thought he was going to leave all the last season so i was mm. wrong on that um and i kept you know he gave he gave me a few worries because he was almost the only one I didn't have backed in some way last season during in running, if you like. Uh, and he just kept scoring, and he, he was performing above the metrics, which isn't a massive surprise from a Morecambe player. But it, I don't know, if if he does go to Bolton, I mean, I, like you say, I think the latest is he's refused to even discuss a new contract, so that puts a lot of pressure on Morecambe. If he goes to Bolton, then... I slightly worry how that would impact on Dion Charles, who's around the same price now. He's been backed in. Yeah. Um. I, I, la- halfway through last season, when he moved there, I, I was quite a big fan from Accrington days, and I thought he'd do better than he did. He, he got 18-23 for Bolton, I think. Um, I've got a slight, this might be harsh, but I've got a slight temperament doubts about him, because ever since he's left, there, he sort of seemed to go on strike when he wanted to leave Accrington. Um, and I've noticed that John Coleman and the chairman at Accrington, who normally speak well of most players that have left, have had a couple of sly digs at him. So uh, I just wonder, I mean, Everett doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to stick with someone if there is even a slightest hint of that. Mm. Um, so I've gone off him. I mean, I think he was 33's first show, and he's been backed in but with a few firms. But if Stockton goes there, there's a possibility they might even move on to Stockton. And um, what do you think about Charles?
0: Yeah, he scored twice in the last league game of the season, but you know went went off the ball for two months. I think that was, those were his only goals in the last two months of the season. But you know, proven at the, like I say proven proven with Bolton and Accrington over the over the course and distance. Um, I think you I think you when you look at this market, I mean, I've got Charles Ladapo, Sam Vokes as well. You've got you've got kind of like yeah. interesting runners at, at the twenty to one mark. It includes Stockton in that as well. Um, I thought, you know, I thought Vokes might be, Voges might be the one. You know, he 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 came out of last season with the second highest expected goals in the division behind um, Lost yep. Stewart. But his goal tally, you know, he was behind uh, Will Keane, Stockton, Matty Taylor. They all they all outperformed him with less goals expected. So if you if you're purely looking at the data, then it, there could be some there could be some extra juice there. Um, first time into double figures since his Burnley Premier League days, you know, but just another, I guess, that if there feels very little wrong with the price. But I guess if you if you look at the outright market, and I have read a few previews that suggest that, you know, Wickham could be, could be one of the teams that are overpriced in the market. And if you think that's the case, then Vokes is probably a little bit too big as well. But only, you know, a couple of yeah. points at the most. But but at twenties, I thought Sam Vokes could be a, you know, there's there's probably a bit of margin in it. Um, Ladapo yeah. again, at, you know, just sure. another one that's gone close, and you can't really argue about the price. But
1: at, at the um, with Vokes at the twenties, I think it's fine. I mean, I remember last halfway through last season, he was even further behind the XG and all those metrics mm. because I backed him about halfway through at fifties because I thought that's ridiculous. He was so far behind, and he did pick up in the second half of the season, but still way under as you as you say. Um, he's thirty-two, but to be fair, like you say, he's not had lots of prolific seasons, but he hasn't had many seasons at this level either. So maybe he's found his level for now. I think at the twenties, if I had to, I'd back it rather than be against him. But yeah, not not much you.
0: Nothing that hasn't been said already, but the Sam Vokes and uh, Gareth Ainsworth are a good. Um, feel a good match for each other, right? And um, and I'm um, sure oh, yeah. he'll get the most out of him. Moving on to um, moving on to Derby then. Who again? Who are, who are well? Who knows? Who knows whether they're where, where Yeah, nicely priced within within the market. Several runners, I guess. David McGoldrick, twenty-five to one. I was looking at ten years ago now, since he scored um <laughs> eighteen for Coventry at this level. Um, yes he's sporadic ever since but the theory is he's only what two scenes removed from scoring half a dozen in the Premier League um, James Collins there as well I think won this with a bit in hand didn't he when, when he scored 25 for Luton and again you're having to, I have to whenever I see kind of 2017 2018 2019 I have to keep reminding myself John that that was more years ago than I think it was because I think it was yesterday but, but yeah, uh, I think
1: but yeah far, you, you have to go yeah, it's, it's. I mean, McGoldrick. He he, from all accounts, he's a very good professional, and he he helped Brewster a lot of last season when he was out and things like that. But yeah, the only positive, like you say, is it's a it's a hell of a long time since he played this low. Um, I mean, he also seems to be picking up more injuries last few years, as you might expect at his age. Um, so I couldn't back him, not, not in this competitive market. If he played the whole season, would I be surprised if he was involved? No. Um, James Collins, I've sort of changed, I'll keep changing my mind on him. He he didn't really get that many starts at Cardiff, but all his numbers were still actually very good. Mm. Um, other than the goal scored. If you know, he, he was getting in the right positions, good XG. Obviously, he's going to be the main man back at Derby, or one of them. Um, I couldn't see that many negatives, but I think he's—is he sixteen top price? Um, it's so, uh, um, he, okay. He's, it's okay. Yeah,
0: I noticed. Um, I'm a fanboy of Tom Barkus, and who? Um, I'm a fanboy, John, ever since uh, he played in that. Uh, his his going way back then, so. The, the League Two Hereford side that got relegated from wow. the football okay. league, I think back in 2010 2011, he was part of that side. And for anyone that's listening, I'll go back and have a look at that side and still tell. I saw them plenty of times that season. If anyone can still tell me how they got relegated, I'll be I'll be amazed. But I noticed the um, well, he, he plays more out on the. He's either a right wing back or plays on the right hand side. But I'm always a um, I shall follow Tom Barkhuizen throughout the the course of his career and. Um, worthy of a mention on on any podcast that we do, or I think that you won't get much of a run for your money. Although I did think he, I think he scored yesterday, so um, so maybe there'll be a, a little bit of interest in the 66 to one. But but another player that's um, that should be that should be productive at the level. Um, like going down the list. So I, I guess we started off this um, I started off this preview by you know, can you find a Springer in the market and one that one that isn't a Springer in the market, but we you know we know what we were going to get. I thought John Marquis was was interesting, you know, the plenty of League One pedigree fizzled out at Portsmouth. Didn't reignite things at, at Lincoln last year, but Bristol Rovers feels like a good fit. Could easily knock on the door of twenty goals, you know. If he was, if he was, if he was probably, you know, starting for Portsmouth again this year, he might have been a, a few points shorter. But w- when I was working down the list, I thought thirty-three to one for for someone that's, that's proven over the course and distance, and and still got. Still got a bit of productivity left in the legs. I thought, I thought John Marquis was a was an interesting runner. I think, John, you, you've you've you know, looking for progressive League One records. I think you found the one um, a couple of days ago, um, and I think we both uh, once you mentioned him to me. Um, ahead of his move to Portsmouth. I think uh, you, you, you advised us to get on the price nice and early and, and you were proven right because Colby Bishop's um, got some big big red lines underneath him in, in your notebook, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, again, people love me talking about stale prices you can't get anymore. It's uh, it's fantastic content. Um, <laughs> the, no, I mean, to be fair, he's still 33s with 365 as of recording. Um i've seen a few people say that he's not a goal scorer but i kind of disagree with that because when he was partnered with charles Atkinson, his record was absolutely fine um what happened after charles left is he is he played more of like an all round role he was doing a lot of defensive work as well um mm. i just i think he's a fantastic professional i mean he it came out a couple of days ago uh, andy holt the owner at Accrington, said that they rejected a championship move for him last season. And unlike Charles, he didn't sulk, he got on with it um, and waited for this move. Um I think he's got a lot. I think he can kick on, and I'm hoping I'm not convinced that Portsmouth is the right fit, you know, to be fair, but it's he should get he should be able to position himself more in a threatening position to enable him to get, you know, in contention at least. Uh, I wouldn't back him each way as I, I haven't really said yet, but I wouldn't, I couldn't back anyone each way in this market. I mean, we've been talking for 20 minutes, and how many people do we like? You know, we like a lot of them. Um, so there's not in this sort of. I'd rather just take the risk because you know it's his, his first move down south. He could bomb out completely, but I, I do like him. Uh, I think the 33 still is fine. I, I'd have him around the 20s, 25s mark as a max. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, interesting. Uh, Blackpool, I think, was a, was a he. I read a report that yeah, he could, a choice between yeah, the two, and he's decided to drop down a division. Well, um, stay in the same division instead of going up to the, the championship. So, yeah. So I, that's think, a,
1: uh, I think I uh, think Blackpool pulled out. Actually, they oh, okay. they um, they got Sims back from Everton, or they're trying to. Um, so uh, it was actually last last season. I, th- I presume from reading in between the lines, it was Peterborough that tried to buy him last season. Um, so. A good, um,
0: a good, uh, a good capture then for for Portsmouth side. That um, yeah, tends to so, score yeah. a few goals and attack minded. And um, yeah, I think um, yeah, I agree. I agree. If, you, if you're looking one that's you know progressive profile, right side of thirty. Um, you know, change it, uh, scored goals at the level and a change of club you know, we could expect to see more out of him. I think you're spot on. I think um, Colby Bishop could be that person. Uh, Like you said, plenty, plenty there. Uh, What I thought was a pretty uninspiring market. If at a push, like I said, John Marquis for me at at 33s. And, and I I guess you're, um, if you wanted to put a name against your name, John, Colby Bishop's the one, right? Uh,
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a few other absolute rags that I like for some reason. that I still can't work out why. Um, You've got uh, the first one. I backed him last year. Luke Jeff got at Plymouth. Um, yeah, he was 33's best start last season. He's 66's now with Fred at time of recording, which is a standout. To be fair, he actually started really well last season. Um, he faded away, but he seemed to play more of a setup role as the season went on. He he seemed to drop a little bit deeper. Um, the thing that's put me off it because I backed him about 10 days ago is Plymouth have signed Whitaker on loan from Swansea. Yeah, um, who seems to be still quite highly rated there, and did okay at Lincoln, which wasn't the easiest move. And I, I can't imagine they've sent him there to sit on the bench. So uh, our 66s is probably about right. Uh, a couple others, there's um, Dan Underloo, which I hope I pronounced right. His, he's not an odds checker, so his price is all over the place. There's actually 150s around. Um, at this stage, this is pure potential he seemed quite highly rated at Southampton a couple of years ago. He's not really played for anyone. He, he had a short spell on loan at Cheltenham last year. And yeah. I sort of noted that when they, they've re, re-signed him on loan till January this year, uh, the fans seem absolutely delighted with it, which he scored one in four, but he scored a couple in pre-season. He, he looks like he could, he looks very raw, but he looks like he could just kick in. But, you, there's, you know, you've got Alfie May there. Can they both score 15 plus? Unlikely. And he's only on loan till January. So I couldn't back him, but there's just a bit of interest there.
0: One thing we did do, John, in the championship preview, and we'll try and do for all of our um, our EFL previews, is is just have a quick look at defenders who could be in the notebook. I had a quick look through um, the arrivals and the departures. Um, of those teams that remain in the division, you know, if I look at the set piece XG leaders of last year, most of the usual suspects still remain. So Wickham, Bolton, and Acrington were top of that list. Accrington, we we talked about last time of lost Ross Sykes, but Rich Baglio um remains. Ryan Taffazzoli for Wickham. Ricardo Santos was was the one that got away for for Bolton oh, yeah. last year. Um I know we like um I know you like a an Accrington set piece. Um then, uh, just, Rich yeah. Baglio is on your is on your list as well.
1: Yeah, he's, I think he's. I'd be amazed if he's here this time. Uh, sorry, there next this time next season. Um, mm. I think he's a fantastic prospect. He's actually, I've read a few things last few days that suggest he might be in the Australian World Cup squad. Believe it or not, mm. um, it, yeah, which obviously would cause a bit of a, a hiccup to Accrington season as well. I think he's going to be the main man now there with sights going, and I've noticed in pre-season he's been a bit more progressive on the ball. Um, and also, I've known, uh a lot of Preston fans after the friendly the other day said, who's that? You know, he looks a, a very good player. Um, I was actually, I mean, he, he probably will be a big enough price, but one that we talked about oh, quite a way back now, Harvey Rogers so, uh, at yes. Axton as well. He played, a, he he was pushed out to right back a lot last year, so you can kind of ignore that, but he still had a the odd chance from a set piece. And I think he's actually quite good aerially. He's just not, connected many times yet and he should be uh should be a massive price
0: um i think it's it's like is it it might be five years since he scored but so if you get if we get if we get oh, don't don't worry, that's line, just that's, that's, you
1: know
0: that's if, just if, if uh, we get him over I the line this match, season, isn't it? <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll that's not, let's not let's not worry let's not worry about stats like that you know. <laughs> there
0: we go <laughs> it, who was the um who was the uh who was the Doncaster right back last year? Who we, uh, oh,
1: if if you if you know, you know. No, Carl
0: yeah, Noel. yeah, Carl yeah. Noel, wasn't it? Yeah, who um, oh, he was. Uh, oh yeah, we put yeah. him up at any price. so we would, have, we would have backed him, but he's he's another one, right? If we if we, I think he he did he did score last year. Did he score last year at some point? Oh, no, anyway, yeah, I think, I
1: think he scored. Up. Yeah, really we long weren't long. on. I think he scored a couple because he scored in the last game, I think, as well. Or one of them. Yeah, um, we go Yeah, no, he can't no, back no. him every week. I okay? Uh oh, you can, but oh. it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: my bank balance would say otherwise, I guess. Um, uh, Robbie Cundy is a, it. League One is definitely his level. He turns out for Barnsley this year. If you're a fan yeah. of um, if you're a fan of pop shots for little reward, then you and O'Connell is <laughs> going to give you a run for your money because he's he's moved from Watchdale to Charlton. Um, Harry Darling leaves MK Dons, but just you know they 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 fit in. Jack Tucker from Gillingham move. You know a player that I like, and he'll pick up all his chances um, that Harry Darling will. So, so MK Dons are, are good at that, yeah. aren't they? Just just letting one player go and then bringing in a, a like, you know, a, a good ball playing centre half as well. So Jack Tucker should be on the list as well. Um, yeah, very, great. I, I, very, yeah. Um, we lost we lost nearly all of the teams. All of the teams that were at the bottom of the opportunities conceded from set pieces have all gone. But but more can remain. Um, already getting excited. So they play Shrewsbury on um, on Saturday, so Matt Pennington and I see I saw um Che Dunkley who um arrived from Sheffield Wednesday. They've been firing in the chances pre season, so so look ahead a couple of days and they they already feel like they got nap status awaiting on them awaiting on week one. So so we'll continue to um to make profit of what comes vulnerability from from set pieces. Uh, John, anyway, any anyone else on 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 your list of, of defenders who could potentially be in the notebook this year? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, uh, we mentioned him briefly in the championship. quay uh, uh, at Sheffield Wednesday now from yes. yeah. Um Last two seasons, he's been very unlucky on the metrics. He he, he had so many probably because I backed him. I noticed, but he had so many Gordon Banks-like saves against him last year. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's one for the teenagers. Um, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have him in for three or five, three or five goals. I mean. He, he, you never know moving to a new side, but they're going to have to try and utilize him from set pieces. Um, Another one, last one is not a defender, but just for a change, I thought I'd mention an Accrington player. Um, (laughs) John Coleman fanboy is uh, confirmed, but the uh, Sean McConville who's staying on again for about his 12th, one year contract extension in the last 12 years. Um, well not everyone but most people will know that he was leading the chances created stats last year uh, with his superb delivery but he was actually way under for goals as well uh, way under his XG sorry and he he should be on penalties now Bishop's gone because he he took a penalty and scored against Sunderland recently in pre-season now they're obviously going to try and replace Bishop so whoever that is might take over but I'm sure he will start the season on penalties so at a shorter price, but not that shorter price, McConville, sure, McConville's of interest for me.
0: You've yeah, well, actually just, just brought up his, brought up his data. Yeah, that was a, that was a prolific,
1: yeah. you know, a shots deal. on
0: target, and you know, XG, XG created, that was, um. Yeah, there weren't, there weren't many games when he's not giving you a run for your money, so, so yeah. Oh, the, the, the X,
1: XG, XG created was, was ridiculous last year. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's sort of, I don't know if he's underrated or not, but he, because he's been around a long time, he probably is a little bit. His, his delivery is superb.
0: John, um, have a great couple of days. We'll get together in a couple of days, and um, we'll do the same. I think we, not to not to wet people's appetite too much, but we both looked at League Two and said, um, someone wins it easy, right? But we'll 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 let people know how easily we solve oh, the puzzle yeah. in in a couple of days, right?
1: Yeah, right. No no spoilers, but I think it was a bit bizarre wasn't it I emailed you just as you emailed me the same name which uh, (laughs) I I don't know what that says about us it's probably a bit worrying but um, predictable it it seemed obvious but no thanks for that I really enjoyed this one this league one is sort of for some reason it's the league I gravitate to so league one is sort of the league I focus on a lot so I enjoyed this
0: great stuff Uh, John speak to you soon and we'll, um, we'll catch everyone soon
1: thanks mate take care